There it is. At the end of the letter, or more often these days, the email. Take care. Sometimes take good care. Upon parting or ending a phone conversation, it is sometimes spoken. Take care. Take care of yourself. I would guess many of us have said or written that at some point and that all of us have received these words written or spoken from others. And on those occasions, it never feels quite appropriate to ask the writer or speaker, what do you mean by that? But that's part of what makes sermons so fun. We get to ask it here. What do those words mean? Take care. Take good care. Take good care of yourself. These are phrases that meant to extend sympathy, best wishes, concern, sound more, well, directive, shall we say? Not unlike the messages that are sent when people are ill. Get well soon. As I mentioned in a past sermon, I find it interesting that we use the clumsy verb get in this case. Get is usually part of a command. Get a move on. Get a life. Get up. Get on with it. Get over it. Doesn't it seem like rather an odd way to offer comfort and concern? Get well soon. Dang it. Take works similarly. Take some time. Take it easy. Take a chill pill. Take care. In fact, you could even combine them. Take care and get well soon. Take care and get. Take and get. Directives. Instructions. Now, we know what we are attempting to express with get well soon. I hope that you will feel better soon. I wish for you a speedy recovery. And I think our intentions are just as compassionate and well-meaning with take care and take care of yourself as bluntly directive as they may sound. Recognizing the natural human tendency to relegate the care of my own self to the bottom of my to-do list, most especially in the midst of particularly stressful or challenging circumstances. To choose instead to take care of others and to take care of things, sacrificing my own need for rest and restoration to these endeavors. Given that, we remind one another to take care of ourselves, to not forget one's own bodily being in the midst of whatever chaos or crisis looms. To take the time, even when it seems like there is no time to spare, to take care. We remind one another how important this is, and in so doing, we remind one another that each of us is worthy of being cared for. Take care. However clumsily it may be expressed, it is meant to be an affirmation of one's inherent worth and dignity. Take care of yourself, for you are the one who will know best what care you need. 
not without reflection and exploration, but you are the one who can come to know most about what nourishes you, what restores you, what comforts you, what inspires you, what gives you hope. Every one of us can bring the light of love to the world. Everything flowers from within of self-blessing, though sometimes it is necessary to reteach a thing its loveliness. Take care of yourself because you are worthy of being cared for. Take care of yourself because we need you. Here is something I have learned in over 15 years of professional ministry and in over 58 years of being a human being. We, human individuals, tend to be really, really hard on ourselves. I listen to some of the things that people tell themselves about themselves. And I listen to that critical inner voice sometimes in my own life, and I say, imagine now that this is not you in this situation, but a dear friend of yours. What would you tell them? As you can guess, it is a completely different message. It has a compassionate and understanding tone. It is loving. And I say, now what would it be like to be that friend to yourself? To take care of yourself as you would take care of someone you love. Take care of yourself. Take good care. And listen, I don't mean to oversimplify this. I don't mean to romanticize. We humans also have a unique capability for self-deception. We can justify things to ourselves that are not justifiable. We can find reasons for why we do what we do when there are no good reasons. The flip side of unwarranted self-criticism is indefensible self-justification. But neither one arises from actually taking care of ourselves. Rather, they seem to be symptoms of failing to take care. To take care, we must first know what is needed. What does the person for whom we are caring need to get well, to be restored, to grow, to thrive, to deepen connections? And who can know that better about myself than me? But it is not always immediately evident. It takes some exploration. It takes moving beyond the self-recrimination and the self-justification to self-awareness. It takes honesty and integrity. It takes some time. And we are culturally conditioned to feel guilty about taking that time. We imagine that selfishness is at one end of the spectrum and selflessness is at the other And that self-care must necessarily fall somewhere at the selfish end because it is focused on self, while selflessness is the goal. But I think to really heed the compassionate request to take care of myself, I need to challenge that notion. I don't think selflessness is truly attainable. Nor do I think it is necessarily the goal of a good life or a life well lived. Now, I'm not saying we can't reach those moments where we seem to lose ourselves. 
Those oceanic moments when our self seems to disappear as we catch a glimpse of the depth and breadth of all that is. And that may even be a glimpse into the way things really are. But I don't know of anyone who lives all the time in that awareness. I move from that mountaintop experience back into the valley of the everyday. And in the everyday world, I carry myself. You've heard the phrase, wherever you go, there you are. That's what I mean. There is nowhere I can go, nothing I can do that is in any real way selfless. So the question becomes, how do I take care of that self so that it serves me rather than hinders me? What does it look like to take good care? I attend Al-Anon meetings where I'm encouraged to focus not on changing the behavior of others or changing circumstances in order to achieve some measure of serenity, but to put the focus on myself, accepting the things I cannot change and changing the things I can. This week, I came to a realization, one of those blinding flashes of the obvious, some might say, that truly taking care of myself Truly taking care of myself was not only a gift to myself, but to the world. A gift to everyone with whom I come in contact, right? And it's not because I'm so important that the universe benefits if I am well cared for. It's because if I don't take care of myself, I carry the expectation. However buried it may be, however unaware of it I may be. If I don't take care of myself, I carry the buried expectation that you should be taking care of me or that circumstances should arrange themselves such that I feel cared for, whatever it is. I am responding to the world out of a needy or angry or troubled or anxious place, which means I am not bringing my best self to engage with the world. And again, I don't mean to oversimplify this, Everyone takes care of their own selves and everyone is happy. It's not quite that simple. It's an ongoing process to understand myself and to interpret for myself exactly what that means when someone urges me to take care. As the ancient philosopher Socrates might tell you, it is no small task to know thyself. It requires work to get past the self-criticism and the self-justification and the self-denial and the self-absorption to simply get to know and understand and take care of myself, to listen deeply, to be honest and authentic with myself. And I don't mean to give the impression that each person is a self-contained unit. I take care of me and you take care of you and all is well. Each person pulls themselves up by their own bootstraps, which has to be one of the more ridiculous phrases in the world. But one for one and none for all. No, of course not. We need each other. In the words of George O'Dell in our hymnal, we need one another when we mourn and would be comforted. 
We need one another when we are in trouble and afraid. We need one another when we are in despair, in temptation, and need to be recalled to our best selves again. We need one another when we would accomplish some great purpose and cannot do it alone. We need one another in the hour of success when we look for someone to share our triumphs. We need one another in the hour of defeat when with encouragement we might endure and stand again. We need one another when we come to die and would have gentle hands prepare us for the journey. All our lives we are in need and others are in need of us. But to even know that I need help, to even be able to articulate what I need requires that I do enough self-reflection to know what I need. And another lesson from the world of Al-Anon is that it does not truly help if you insist on doing for me what I can only do for myself. There are some things which are exclusively an inside job. Everything flowers from within of self-blessing. Mostly, we need to be reminded to take care, to have our own worth and dignity reaffirmed, to be retaught our loveliness. Further, by taking good care of myself, I am that much more available to others. I am better able to be present. Taking care of myself counterintuitively perhaps frees me from selfishness or self-absorption because I have taken the time to provide for myself what only I can provide. I am not responding from anxiety or scarcity. I am freed up to reach out and deepen connections. As Joseph Campbell puts it in the passage you heard in the reading, where we had thought to be alone, we shall be with all the world. But here we are, near the end of the sermon. And what I have not been able to tell you yet, and spoiler alert, will not be able to tell you by the end of this sermon, is how each of you can find a way the August theme, how each of you can find a way to take care. I can only encourage you to find a way, to not imagine that you can be or should be selfless. I can only encourage you to move taking care of yourself to the top of your list. It is not only a gift to yourself, it is your responsibility to the world. It is not only a responsibility to yourself, it is your gift to the world. Everything flowers from within of self-blessing. Take care of yourself, not because we don't need each other, but because we do. Every one of us can bring the light of love to the world, and each of us must tend the flame within.